Hello and welcome, beautiful soul, to the Co-Creating Radiance podcast, where we offer support in cultivating a harmonious consciousness. In this space, we share and discuss topics ranging from the mundane to the magical, sharing our own experiences and the evolution of our individual spiritual paths with the hope and intention of providing perspective, insights, and education. May these heartfelt conversations spark your curiosity and imagination as you uncover your soul's truth along the path of inner harmony and conscious self-expression. We are so grateful to have you with us. Please pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and settle in as we dive deep. Welcome back, everyone. It is such a pleasure and honor to hold this space with you. My name is Sia of this space and as always I am here with my dear friend soul sister and co-creatrix Gina. Hello good morning everybody. Let's begin by taking a deep breath. So wherever you are dropping into your body and maybe considering moving your awareness even down into your feet having that mind of becoming very, very grounded in your physical body. And we begin by taking a deep breath in, filling up the lungs from this grounded place, filling up the belly from this grounded place. Maybe a little extra sip of breath in and holding at the top. And exhale, letting it out nice and slow. settling into this space now and just opening up to today's conversation where we're bringing back some da-da-da spiritual buzzwords. <laughs> we love these ones. I, yeah, I think I could speak for both of us when I say that. <laughs> yes, yes, I absolutely get a particular enjoyment out of it and I was mm-hmm. thinking about it this morning. Mm-hmm. Because I, for whatever reason, I slept way later than I normally do. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm still waking up. <laughs> nice. Which, at the time of this recording, feels a little ridiculous. But just be honest. But there's something about these buzzwords that, you know, we encounter them so often. But, you know, I think back to my early days of my practice and hearing these things and being like, yeah. And almost like this obligatory sense of, like, just innately knowing what it was really supposed to mean to me because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we use so many words throughout our day but like rarely like I was thinking about it do we actively know the definition or the meaning behind a particular word yeah and I feel like these two specifically because they feel so closely related mm-hmm. I feel like it's these ones that can be really tricky definitely so at, at least for me, it's it's fun to kind of go back and almost re-educate myself. <laughs> Most definitely. And the, the interpretations just change slightly, A, from person to person. And for us mm. personally, they shift mm. from time to time, like specific times in our life, it's going to have a particular flavor and a particular meaning. And mm-hmm. as we move through different experiences, they just take on a new life of their own, I feel. Yeah, they they evolve much like yes. we do. Yes, absolutely. And, 
you know, obviously there's a, a root and an origin to these words and their definitions, but the it's exactly like you said, the flavor of them and like the intention in which they are used also evolves. Mm-hmm. So for me, anyway, that's why it's fun to yeah. investigate. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, and it's almost an opportunity to kind of get reacquainted even yeah, with these words. Mm. especially in times such as these (laughs) yeah for sure ah so today we are going to be just shedding light on just our own perspectives on the spiritual buzzwords of uh, balance Mm -hmm. and alignment um so again with the nature of buzzwords these are things that we hear uh thrown around in like social media and in our own uh, friend circles, uh, spiritual community, wherever, blog posts. Mm-hmm. It's like these are highlighted so much. And mm-hmm. uh, everything that we share today is just uh, one of many perspectives and mm-hmm. one of many takes um, on the meanings of these words. So mm-hmm. bearing that in mind. <laughs> um, balance. Whoa. I was going to say, do you want to start with balance? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's yeah. like we were in alignment with that one. <laughs> yes. So balance is, uh, you know, when I think of balance, I get the image of a scale. I just always. do. Always. always. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, we live in this third dimension. We live in a, a world full of opposites. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely uh hot and cold pain and pleasure you name it it's Mm -hmm. it's here and it's here to stay like that's the nature of this dimension Mm -hmm. and we use our practices whatever they are to to arrive in a state of balance and I say state because balance is so uh it's delicate as they say Mm -hmm. um to find an equanimity in our own energies and in our own emotions and everything in between. Mm -hmm. Um, So balance is, it's not always a rosy experience. I think balance more often than (laughs) not comes from when we are off kilter Mm -hmm. and off balance, like in, in the worst way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and when we are clinging to what is pleasurable as well, that also Mm. brings us off balance too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's acknowledging the sets of opposites and acknowledging when we've gone a little too far off kilter, a little too far off the rope, Mm -hmm. um, And when we acknowledge the discomfort that comes with imbalance, Mm. then we have an opportunity to move back into that equanimity and that level space between opposites. Mm -hmm. And all of that comes through being present with what is. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's what I've got. (laughs) No, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, per usual, I utilize dictionary.com just as kind of like a quick I, reference I love point. that. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Part of me also thought like Merriam-Webster would be good. And I think they mm. would probably say almost the exact same thing. But I stuck with yeah. dictionary.com just because that's kind of what I've used in the past. So I kind of feel like keeping that 
momentum going is the right way to go. So that's mm. where I got my reference point. So balance is literally defined as a state of equilibrium or equipose, an equal distri- distribution of weight, amount, etc. So I feel like you really hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you really, really did, which was like super, like it was, I was like looking at my screen and being like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> How do you then experience, how has your experience of balance been or how has it evolved? I would say from like my early practice, I took the concept of balance quite literally in that, Mm. you know, for me, balance was really kind of focused around time and Mm. the time and energy I spent doing particular activities. Yeah. And, you know, I learned pretty quickly that that's pretty much impossible (laughs) (laughs) to really accomplish. And, and it's your experiences become much less organic when, when you really strive for that. So I kind Mm. of shifted it a little bit and focused more on like just the energy aspect. Like if I expanded X amount of energy and my muggle job, or doing household activities or what have you, then I would want to allocate, if possible, the same amount of energy towards my spiritual practice or spending Mm -hmm. time with my friends or whatever Mm -hmm. it might have been at that particular time. That ended up being a little more doable, but was still challenging because the fact of the matter is, is that on any given day, your energy levels are going to be different. Yeah. And I don't even mean that in a metaphysical sense. I literally just mean in a, you know, you wake up with a certain amount of energy to get all the shit you need to get done. And sometimes it goes Mm -hmm. faster than others. There are days where I'm just like, yes, I am on the ball. My house is getting cleaned. I'm paying my bills. (laughs) I'm actually putting my laundry away, like whatever, (laughs) because I'm notorious for that, owning it right now. There's just something about putting my laundry away that I find really unappealing. (laughs) (laughs) but you know as time went on and as someone who is very energy driven I I almost hesitate to use this word because it is such a buzzword but I do live a very empathic experience in that Mm. I am highly aware of the energies around me. I don't want to say that I'm sensitive or susceptible all of the time because I've gotten pretty good at shielding shit that doesn't belong to me. Or, Amen. Or, <laughs> or, or at least being able to more quickly recognize when something doesn't belong to me. Mm, absolutely. Because I think the trick sometimes, not to get off on too much of a tangent, is that you can still acknowledge something and not take it on but sometimes that line gets really muddled. Definitely, especially when it has to do with someone who, well, that you live with or who's a partner or someone close to you. Yeah. Mm. Family, for sure. Your work environment, you know, the the energy on the planet and particularly in the United States where we are is so heightened right now mm. for, for better or worse mm. and I'm not going to dive down that rabbit hole but just yeah <laughs> you know just to provide kind of examples of things that might be going on in your life that you might 
be fully aware of and that you might stop and be like, oh, maybe that has been impacting me more than I realize. So the more that I've kind of gone on in my practice and even just my life in general is understanding that sometimes balance doesn't always look equal. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And I think at least for me, that's why balance and alignment can kind of get a little murky because a balanced day might look like eight hours at work, four hours with family, eight hours of sleep or what have you. But sometimes using the word alignment, which is a state of agreement or cooperation among persons, groups, nations, et cetera, with a common cause or viewpoint, thank you, Mm dictionary.com, is a more obtainable space to occupy. So I would say balance for me in my life right now, I apply that more to smaller things. Mm. I work with a group of young adults and I really try to balance my time out with them. Mm. So if I've spent you know, the portion of one day with one person, then the rest of my week, I really try to make sure that I'm available for my other clients. Yeah. And you can like, I take that to any business really. Or you could apply that to a group of friends. Be like, oh, you know what? I've really been spending a lot of time with this person lately. And I love and adore them. And I love spending time with them. But I also want, you know, have the opportunity. I want to make sure I'm spending time with this other person also. Yeah. You know, any kind of relationship, I feel like you can apply that to. For sure. I love what you were saying about um, balance being in relation to, you know, the amount of energy that you internally have mm-hmm. uh, in relation to everything else that's going on around you. Um, An internal balance is, I mean, and there's the, the opposites again, the internal <laughs> and the external. Um, but yeah, internal balance, but gosh, there's so many different cofactors that go into that. Yeah. Uh, there's sleep, there's the food that you eat, there's um, there might be the, the energy, physical um exercise or interactions that you have yeah 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 the interactions that you have who you live with if you live with people Mm -hmm. um your work environment everything everything influences the the internal um levels of balance that reflect how much you externally have to give and so often in this culture and kind of, I guess how we're programmed is like, give, 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 give. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, to the point where, you know, a lot of us can experience um, burnout and what is burnout, but a significant, a significant imbalance in the internal and the external energies. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess, what do you a question for you Mm -hmm. is what do you use uh, maybe like one or two tools Mm -hmm. that you utilize maybe daily or uh, maybe when you're in a pinch, when you're feeling really out of balance? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I've really learned to ask myself, and this kind of talk um, piggybacks a little bit off of what you were saying 
about mm. burnout is um, what I tend to experience more than burnout specifically um, is called mm. compassion fatigue. Ah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I had never heard it phrased like that until my boss of all people was just like, mm-hmm. she, she's so funny. She pulled me aside and she's just like, I'm wondering if you've, you're experiencing this. So like, just tell me no judgment, but just, you know, hear me out. And she kind of explained it yeah. to me and I was like, holy fuck, that's exactly what I'm experiencing. <laughs> um, so one of the things I asked myself is like, am I fatigued? in any way shape or form Mm. and if so what do I need to replenish myself do I need to take a break do I need some water do I need to eat something you know I think just like you were saying like we're in this society and even in the in the spiritual community there is this sense of give 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 and there's kind of this undercurrent of self-care but I feel like that kind of has its highs and lows where it's a hot topic of conversation and then like no one's talking about it at all right right and so I think yeah definitely asking myself how am I because as the old saying goes you can't give from an empty vessel you can't pour from an empty cup and yeah you know, I used to be one of those people where I'm just like, I have so much to give and I want to give it all. And I would have this trust that mm-hmm. I could recover, but I would wear mm-hmm. myself so thin that my recovery time would feel extensive. And then I would feel guilty about my recovery time. So I really learned to not jump when people ask me for something. Mm which is really hard because I'm such a yes person. Yeah. I, I love yes. taking. Yes, Miss Capricorn, <laughs> queen. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, and I have such, I have such a nurturing spirit. I love taking care of people. Yeah. I love making sure their needs are yeah. met. But that mm. also has to apply to myself. So checking mm. in with myself, even when nothing's going on, is a really, really big tool. And I see anyone who's just like I don't know if I can do that or I don't know how to do that trust me Mm. it's going to benefit you (laughs) try stuff on see how it works for you you'll get there Mm. and you'll be really grateful that you did so that's one thing um that I do and the other thing I would say is to get in touch with my breathing yeah I think there's so many things Mm -hmm. in life that are just go 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 and kind of ties in Mm. with what I was talking about a little bit before is just like what kind of breaths am I taking am I taking Mm. are my breaths kind of measured are my breaths short you know like where am I and just taking that moment to kind of ground myself and center a little bit Mm. And saying these out loud feel, honestly, it feels like a little lackluster. They, they sound a little funky, like, oh, we'll just check in with your breath and see how you're doing today. Like, it feels very, like, light. But the impact that those things have had on my overall well-being have been mm-hmm. monumental. And mm-hmm. my overall health and my overall functioning and my overall capacity to 
be this shining creature that I want to be for people. Hmm. So now I want to ask you the same question because <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say the breath as well. And I want to uh, just um, hop on what you were just saying is like, the breath is such a, I think that we, well, we take it for granted, mm-hmm. because we can breathe. Uh, we can breathe without controlling it, like our body, our body just, it just breathes. does it for us. It's really convenient. It just does it. <laughs> it does it for us, which means that we don't like, because our body is programmed so that we don't have to consciously think about Mm -hmm. it. Um, We don't think about it. And it just seems so, uh, what do you call it? It's like too simple almost. And we, our brains like to think that, oh, we need some complicated technique or (laughs) we should, maybe that we should be doing more than, oh, just focus on my breath. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Some, But some of us do think that way. Like, how could it be that easy yeah. that I could just focus on my breath um, and just wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but definitely um, there's a breathing technique that my teacher taught me. It's called Sama Vriti. Mm. And Sama, Sama means same. Mm. And Vriti means wave in Sanskrit. Mm. And, uh, and basically, it's just really simple. It's breathing in and breathing out for the same count of uh, breath. So if I'm breathing in for three counts, I breathe out for three counts. And it, it provides equanimity, not just for the breath itself, but the breath is the bridge between the body and the Mm -hmm. mind. Um, And uh, so it provides that equanimity on all levels and dimensions. Mm -hmm. Um, in your in your system and uh, that's a tool that I'll come back to a lot also with the breath um, if I'm feeling particularly anxious Mm -hmm. or if my energy is off kilter in a more negative um, Mm -hmm. sense I suppose I bring my breath down into my like the lowest part of my abdomen and maybe if I can get my breath down even further into my pelvic Mm -hmm. floor and kind of relax and open up the space of the pelvic Mm -hmm. floor. That's also very helpful with respect to um, grounding my energy. And in addition to bringing focus to my mind. Mm. Yeah. It's, I love that you brought that up because that's actually a technique that I was taught to use um, when I became an advocate for um, survivors of sexual violence. And um, Mm. I was doing that for almost a year before um, I moved to where I am now. But it's in that training, we called it four count breathing. So you breathe in for four, mm-hmm. hold for four, and breathe mm-hmm. out for four. Mm-hmm. But really, you could do it for any mm-hmm. number that you choose. Right. And the beauty of it is that it not, you know, as the, you know, the benefits that we talked about before, but it also provides the opportunity for your body to reset its nervous system. Yeah, yeah. So if you've ever experienced a panic attack or witnessed someone else experiencing a panic attack, the first thing they will do or that someone who's supporting them will have them do is to realign their breathing because Mm -hmm. it literally calms the Mm -hmm. entire body down. So don't discount your breathing. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, and don't take don't take the breath for granted. The breath is like it is life yeah. itself. And just because your body naturally breathes on its own, it doesn't mean that you when you're under severe amounts of mm-hmm. stress, you will stop your breathing will become so shallow mm-hmm. and you won't note or it'll stop completely yeah. uh, at certain points. But you won't notice that because your body and your mind are on overdrive. Mm-hmm. But when you bring it back to the to the breath, you'll really recognize like, oh, wow. Um, you know, some days it might be harder for you to um, get an inhale in rather than an exhale or the other way around. Like the breath is, for the most part, it's pretty, it's uneven most mm-hmm. of the time until we start to shape it consciously. Yeah. And one one thing I yeah. love about you, and then probably good to <laughs> move on because otherwise we'll end up talking about breath this entire episode. But yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's something you know so simple but so complex, and you can literally do it anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere. That's mm-hmm. that's I think the most powerful thing I find about it is that yeah. you could be driving your car you could be waiting in line at the grocery store you could be cooking dinner <laughs> in yeah. the bathroom yeah. in the shower anywhere <laughs> yeah anywhere and it's just yeah I, we might have to do an episode on breathing <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it uh definitely we'll make it a little more fun and elaborate than just welcome back to cookery ingredients we're gonna talk about breathing today but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's yeah uh, that's why I, uh, another reason why I love these conversations and around these buzzwords because it provides an opportunity for us to dive into these things that feel so basic <laughs> that feel so surface level but there's actually so much depth to it totally mm. should we shift yes. our focus to alignment, alignment? <laughs> yeah Alignment. So if we're talking, we just spoke mm-hmm. on balance and how the, the, this, if we're working with this image of the scales, how most of the time we can be off kilter until we bring some consciousness to our thoughts, our breath, our emotions, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, alignment is at least from my view is a, it's a product or a byproduct of balance. Mm-hmm. So we notice when we are off balance in any way, shape or form, and we take the steps to move back into alignment. Mm -hmm. And what I associate, the word that I associate with alignment is Dharma, Mm -hmm. which is a Sanskrit word that translates loosely as right action. Mm -hmm. So in other words, what is the correct action for you to move back into balance? What is the correct action for you to, um, alignment, meaning that we put things in line. In other words, we get straight, we get clear on, um, on our actions, on our words, on our emotions, Mm -hmm. on our motivations, on our desires. So alignment is synonymous with right action and with clarity and purpose I feel Mm -hmm. like um there's a bigger where with balance we're working with kind of juggling energies and uh finding equanimity with with 
our internal and external energies. Mm-hmm. Alignment is like the next step after that, after the recognition that we achieve through uh, the balance piece, mm. we are informed about how to move into alignment. Mm. And we take the path of least resistance when we are in alignment. There's a there's a flow, there's a smoothness, there's a beauty, um, a fluidity. There's a sense of um, ease. Ease, yeah, there we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. And there's nothing, when you're in alignment, there's nothing that feels quite like that. Um, and alignment, just like balance, is a state. Mm-hmm. Uh, of being which means that we come into and we come out of alignment Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes a great amount of presence and a great amount of focus to stay in alignment and to recognize when the balance is off again which it will be Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, it's that's our opportunity to re-pivot and reassess and see um, is this is this level of energy output or input like is this working for me anymore mm-hmm. how can i how can i move back into balance and therefore move into alignment with respect to how i conduct mm-hmm. myself in my life and how i move through the world yeah mm. i just had another kind of like picture pop into my head with balance cuz i was listening to what you're saying and kind of like seeing if that kind of lined up if you will with with how I see balance and alignment kind of showing up and working in my own life and for me I kind of picture a mobile there are different pieces hanging from different stems some of them weighing different amounts but at the end of the day they are able to all stay elevated because they kind of balance each other out so in for me personally, balance is more of a tool that I use for the individual pieces of my life. Whereas, you know, and you know, the more I explain this, I feel like this is kind of actually really similar to what you were just describing. And then alignment is like the ultimate state that I aim for in my life. Mm-hmm. Alignment to where I am, there is a sense of peace. There mm-hmm. is a sense of clarity and direction and trust in that I am moving in the direction that serves my greatest purpose. Mm -hmm. And the idea, you know, for me, balance and alignment are kind of like those parallel lines at some point and they can get really close together. And I think at some point they do line up and they can look the same but it's not 100% of the time. I yeah. think sometimes they can kind of weave in and out of each other. And I, and for me personally, sometimes aiming for balance in one or two areas of my life, it's just more manageable than trying to maintain an overall sense of alignment. Because I know if I get those pieces that might be fluctuating or experiencing turbulence, if I can kind of get those back into a solid place, then the alignment will come. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what you were describing. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm looking back at the definition of balance and there was a, a second definition that said something used to produce equilibrium, the counterpose. So it, it yeah, it, I think, I used to think that balance and alignment were like completely separate and like unrelated and, and didn't fit together. But I do think they're kind of one of those things where they go hand in hand, where Absolutely. they benefit each other, but they're able to stand alone by themselves. Because I think you can be most. Because I think you can be balanced and unaligned. I think you can experience alignment, and things look completely unbalanced. Yes, <laughs> totally. I also think it just kind of comes down to what those experiences, what those tools look like for you. Yeah. And I think that can be really, really challenging to identify. Yeah. Especially when it can look completely different to the people around you. And you might think to yourself, but I'm so similar to this person. Why mm -hmm. wouldn't it look like that for them? You know? Mm. So mm. I think if you're feeling a sense of dis-ease, of maybe disconnection, maybe spend some time thinking about what balance and alignment might look like for you. Which, which one calls to you more? Like if I had to say between the two, which one I strive for more than the other, it would probably be alignment. I agree with that. Balance seems like it's a more in the moment mm -hmm. thing where, or the day-to-day -day thing yeah. where, yeah, where alignment is, uh, well, we could call it the goal, mm -hmm. even though being goal-oriented is not always yeah <laughs> it can it can not all, well when when we're hyper focused it's not a good always yeah. a good thing but when we can have space when we can have space around our goals and just being open to how it shows up that's, mm -hmm. it can be better absolutely yeah. yeah I was thinking to myself that sometimes having concrete goals without room for ebb and flow or adjustment or you yeah. know, space to change can provide some hindrances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of set you, yourself up for feeling like you're failing, but maybe mm. you just have your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So what is alignment? Um, what is that? look like for you at, the, at this point in time like if you were living your most aligned <laughs> life what what would that look like Ooh. or what does that look like I think for me what alignment looks like is not necessarily avoiding resistance but maybe recognizing when I'm experiencing it and allowing myself to mm -hmm. ask myself why. What, what is the root yeah. of the resistance? Is it discomfort? Mm -hmm. Is it fear? Is it 
you know, just not wanting to do something. (laughs) You know, what is it exactly that is coming up for me? And is it worth kind of fighting the tide against? Or is it just about saying, you know, it's not really worth putting energy behind that feeling of resistance. And that's, and that's not to be confused with just going with whatever is going on because I think that detracts from your intuition and, and natural responses that we have to keep ourselves safe and what we know is right and good for ourselves, but, but also understanding that sometimes you just kind of gotta go with it. I think alignment also looks like feeling content at the end of the day. Mm. I think especially in the world that we're in right now, and especially for people who have that giving nature, who have a strong desire and pull to make the world a better place than where we left it, that sense of, well, I could have done more today going Mm. to bed and saying like you know what I did my best today and I'm good with that I did what I could today or I rested today and I feel good about that you know not yeah not being in a state of what's the word I'm looking for not going like not carrying a sense of self-imposed guilt yeah. I think that's what alignment looks like for me right now. Oh, that's beautiful. Because I think once when you're in those places, as as hard as they can be to reach and as hard as they can be to maintain, I think once you really find that spot and you really get acquainted with it and you really get comfortable with being there, because I think a lot of us have this sense of well I have to do more I have to do better I have to have to Mm. have to and that's yeah and that's not to say that like (laughs) we can't or we shouldn't but that you know it's it's not solely on our shoulders we can still contribute and still be a part of the solution and still give without completely being like running on empty day after day after Mm. day Mm. yeah I I think that's kind of what my experience of alignment looks like right now what about for you awesome thank you for sharing (laughs) alignment feels Alignment feels like heart-centered living for me. Um, Wrapping, it's about wrapping all, like, my experience of Mm -hmm. opposites on this plane of existence in my mind, in my body, with my emotions and just different experiences I've gone through as I continue to make peace Mm -hmm. with my past. Um, 
alignment looks like living from that heart-centered space of wrapping all experiences and everything that has led me to this point in love and Mm -hmm. in awareness because when everything is wrapped in love and awareness I'm able to live with a sense of ease and with Mm -hmm. a sense of peace and I'm not so I'm not so worried about Mm -hmm. the future when I'm resting in that space I'm not in anguish or living in bitterness because of my past when I'm in that place and when I'm living from the the space of my heart, I'm able to be present um, and to remember that here and now is all mm-hmm. that there is, and that's the only place really to take um, to take aligned action from is from what is here right. and what is now, not from not from what has happened or what will happen. Um, it's mm-hmm. just here and now, and to live in that place Mm. of presence and love and awareness is what alignment looks like for me now. Yeah. Mm. I love that. I think that's so important. Are there any areas of your life that you would like to see experience more balance or that, um, you've been really successful in achieving balance in? I think, hmm. I, I, it feels like my, a lot, so much of my work has to do with honoring my mm-hmm. emotions and with making yeah. peace with my past. So um, I, with, with all of that said, and just living with some of that Mm -hmm. residue still it is very difficult for me to receive the recognition and and like praise and the love that Mm -hmm. I want um it's I just think it's so bizarre that all these things that we want like when we when we when people give them to us Um, we, if we're not open to receive them, it's like we repel the things that we want. It's one of the most bizarre phenomenons ever. Um, so that's where I see a lack of balance in my life. Now there are on certain days when I'm in a really great space and Mm -hmm. I'm already receptive, I can give, I can give without expectation, and I can receive as well with just this beautiful open heart mm-hmm. and with an open mind. Um, but I can't say that every right. day is like that. And I would love, I would love to be living in the space where I'm receptive to the things that I want. And I, yeah, so that's where I'm continually just recognizing um, that I need mm-hmm. balance in that way. Um, because I, you know, we all just, we all deserve to receive the things that we want, but we have to do the work and we have to unpack, um, those energies and the, you know, the places inside of ourselves Mm -hmm. where we're bound up, um, because of whatever has happened, uh, that prevents Mm -hmm. us from receiving those gifts. 100%. I, I resonate that, (laughs) resonate that, (laughs) resonate with that. So, deeply because 
it's it's hard you know we're we're taught at least I feel as women that you know we're we're expected and almost trained to do more and to mm-hmm. be like more available and work harder and and not to you know like to do those things and and be available and to not expect or want recognition or gratitude in return but that's I don't know a single person who's just like no I don't need recognition for this for like everything especially over a prolonged period of time and you know when that finally does come and like oh you know you did such a wonderful job thank you so much for doing that or like oh thanks for taking that off my plate we say stuff like no problem <laughs> you know right. instead of just being like oh right. you're welcome you know <laughs> yeah it's yeah it, it's like we br- we brush it off or we just say oh yeah it's not a big deal like like it's somehow better to be humble to a fault rather than saying like yeah, thank you so yeah. much for recognizing yeah. I me. I totally see you in that for sure. I know yeah. that that's definitely also something yeah. that I've been aware of that I do the exact same thing. And it's something I'm actively trying to catch myself. Mm-hmm. You know, now I kind of find myself being like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I was able to help, you know. And so it's, it's not yeah. quite there yet. <laughs> But at least for me, it's this middle ground of saying, yeah. like, yeah, thank you for acknowledging that I went out of my way to do this or that, yeah, I was available to help you without brushing it off like it was no big deal. And not to say that sometimes it's, right. you know, sometimes right. yeah, it's no big deal. I'm like, I'm just sitting here, tell me to do something. I got you. But yeah, mm-hmm. I totally know what you're saying. I see you in that. Yeah. What about you? Can I know you just kind of explained one example, but where do you feel like you're, uh, other than <laughs> receiving recognition and praise, um, are there any other areas in your life right now where you feel like you're working to strike a balance or where you feel like you've achieved balance through your practices? <sighs> I think... Yeah, um, I would say that the way that I've, I, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, you know, the, I would say even before the living in the spaces that we are now, this year has been a major teacher in finding balance by setting boundaries. It is mm-hmm. the easiest and the hardest thing in the world to spend your day on the internet, whether you're on news sites or social media, you're talking to people. And it's so easy to rile yourself up or get yourself in a pit or, you know, just be emotionally exacerbated 24 7 mm. because it's all there mm. all the time and there's always something else. <laughs> that's happening or there's always an update to one thing or another and I realized pretty quickly that it wasn't good for me to constantly 
be looking. That's not to say that I'm not still making an effort to be informed and updated, but I'm not mm-hmm. doing it in such a dogged manner that I'm like kind of getting lost in it. I, yeah, like what what rabbit yeah. hole do you want to go down yeah. today? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's so funny. I watched The Nightmare Before Christmas with one of my clients the other day. They they, they were feeling Halloweeny, nice. so they wanted to, you know, in mm-hmm. the the beginning of the movie, you know, there's um like the holiday forest where you have all of those doors, but instead it's the entire goddamn forest, and every single one of them is like just something that could be super triggering to you, and just drive you completely insane. Mm. So, you know. I have really been working with stones and crystals as just having something to hold on to because, you know, it's, it's not just you or me not going on the internet and hunting for these things, but it's kind of about navigating conversations because people around you might be talking about them or, you know, go to the grocery store and people wearing hats or masks that have whatever opinion on them or stance on them and you're just mm-hmm. like oh my god I just want to buy my fucking milk and go home <laughs> you know what I mean so <laughs> just came here for my freaking yeah. organic almond milk leave me alone <laughs> well you said it you, <laughs> you said know it what I mean? so sometimes like I have this yeah. cute little tray that um or it's not even like a tray it's kind of like a little knickknack container that I have um mm. that I have the majority of my tumbled stones in. and sometimes I'll just grab one and I'll be like okay it's you and me today buddy and every time I kind of feel myself getting pulled in that direction I'll hold on to it or I'll kind of use it like a worry stone um you know mm. just and it's not even necessarily about the properties of the stone although a lot of times they're I find them beneficial because it gives me something else to kind of focus on so like I randomly just grabbed fluorite yeah Fluorite is sometimes called the Dharma mm-hmm. stone. It's also about focus mm-hmm. and clarity and being like, okay, well, where do I want to shift my focus then? Maybe the focus is just that you've got some spare change in your pocket and you're just going to play with that. Because doing that physical activity releases the energy Absolutely. in your body. Mm-hmm. That might lead you to think about your breathing or thinking about something that de-stresses you. I saw a picture of a baby platypus the other day that I thought was adorable and I shared it with everyone at my work. (laughs) You know, like I literally watch around with my family like, do you see a picture of a baby platypus? You know, (laughs) so just, (laughs) you know, if you need to set a boundary to support yourself, in in finding that balance or that alignment fucking do it those boundaries are for you boundaries yes, are love. your self-love <laughs> boundaries yes. equal self-care mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so it's I think for me that's been a big one you know and kind of tying it back into my spiritual practice it's one of those things where you know I call on my guides all the time being like I don't care who's around or what yeah. your name is but come on in 
help me because I'm about to pop off. <laughs> I'm really good about not doing yeah. that, but I do have my Mars in Aries. <laughs> I'm about to pop off in this grocery. I'm about to pop off in this grocery store on this guy <sighs> trying to buy my almond milk. Just, <laughs> not to go off on a tangent, but if there's one thing I cannot stand. It's people yelling at store clerks. Dude, they just work there. They literally have yeah. no power. Oh they don't gosh. control anything. Yeah, They don't even get paid enough to deal with your sorry ass. Mm. So just, if you want to like, talk to someone, ask for the district manager's number and go the fuck home. This public service announcement yeah. brought to you by... <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to buy her own milk. <laughs> uh, you know, laughter too. Let's throw uh, that in there. I think laughter is an amazing tool. Totally. Find yeah. that joy. Find some laughter. It'll go a long way for you. <laughs> no doubt, because Lord knows we all take oh. life way too seriously. It's so hard when there's so much stuff that you're just so. like. Ugh. there's it, so much stuff yeah so much serious so many serious events yeah and occurrences happening no doubt no doubt and there yeah. always was and there before, will too. certainly be moving like, forward and in the future yeah i love something that ramdas says he said you can do it like it's a weight on you or you could do it like Ooh. it's part of the dance you know i love that yeah and he's and he's referring to uh shiva's mm. tandav and his tandav is like oh the dance gosh. of destruction yeah um yeah <laughs> well and actually shiva in that form of his form of nataraj the cosmic dancer he is um like the tandav is the dance of destruction but his, shiva's dance is actually a balance Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's that word again a balance of oppositional forces of creation and destruction so Mm. mm -hmm. yeah so you can do it like it's a weight on you or you could do it like it's part of the dance oh yeah dancing with those opposites (laughs) that will always be here (laughs) but we have moments of reprieve when Mm -hmm. we are able to unite those or find the space between yeah. those sets of opposites. And that, my friends, comes from your yes. practices. And taking those moments for yourself to just mm-hmm. arrive in, in the now. You know, one thing that I have found myself kind of coming back to more recently, and I don't know if it's the time of year. I don't know if it's just kind of that um, cyclical feeling of like, oh, it's that time again. Where sometimes, you know, my practice is not always active, shall we say? Like, it's not like a daily thing. But I'll have mm-hmm. moments where I'll just yeah. come and sit. And just feel mm-hmm. into it. It could be my connection yeah. with the divine. It could be gratitude to the people who kind of open the door to me. It could be with my stones. It could be with my sage. It could be a memory of something that just brings yeah. me to a place of connection. 
And I think that's absolutely powerful in and of itself. I feel like that's an act of alignment in its own way. No doubt. And it's so, Mm -hmm. it's so simple. And to be honest, when we have, when we have um, moments where we pierce that space between opposites or when we're in the presence of truth, Mm -hmm. it is simple. And that we, it's only our minds that want to overcomplicate practice and what we think we should be doing to come into balance and all of these things. And really, it's just as simple as like what you're saying, like you just come into the space Mm -hmm. and be present with what is. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's profound, you know, you can throw, you can throw every other method and every other practice away and just be with that. And you'll, you'll <laughs> arrive in the same place. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So good. Mm. Well, I think that is a wonderful place um, to end on and conclude today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit our individual Instagram accounts at Gina.Rodondi and at CLN13. You can also reach us with comments and questions through CC Radiance Podcast at gmail.com. Wonderful. And tune in with us next time when we talk (laughs) books, books, books. Um, Thea and I are readers, which, and I'm sure that most of you out there are as well. And we're just going to be talking about books that have, that we use as reference points that have affected us profoundly and Mm -hmm. um, all of those things. So Thank you so much for joining us here at Co-Creating Radiance. May you find radiance when you least expect it. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening as always and have a blessed day.